Alright, Campbell's Coins out and about. Something very different. Um, Union Hotel. Andrew Grison, welcome back to Campbell's Comments. Yeah, thanks. Great to be here, Paul. And Mark Hughes, hello to you, mate. Holy afternoon. Mate, what a winter's day it is in Melbourne. It's a little uh, bit late July, mate. A little bit yeah. cold on the nude nut, yeah. but we've got some new hats and we wanted to make sure that they are front and centre. So <laughs> they're down by the seaside in the sweet loo and we'll we'll probably touch off on those things um, in a minute. But um, great to have you over here. You're not over here for any official harness racing stuff. You're here for the Bledisloe Cup. Yeah, that's right. Look, a mate of mine rang me some time ago and said, you better come over. So here, here I am with my wife, Sue, and yeah, looking forward to MCG Saturday night. Here, we, here it comes. It's foreign territory for a lot of Victorians, you know that, don't you? A lot yeah. of them don't understand it. They don't understand the history behind it either. Oh, look, totally, and um, I got that when I read the first newspaper today. I've, I was struggling to find the coverage. <laughs> <laughs> You're good you even read a newspaper. We won't even go there. We'll leave that one alone. Um, firstly, Woodlands, um, everything's going good? Yeah, look, um, we're, we're happy with our stallion line-up and, and our clients are happy. So, yeah, we're, we're happy. Yeah. Um, we'll touch on, on where they're at it in, a, in a second, we, um, but um, um, stuck to the same roster that you have for the last two years, um, pretty steadfast in that, that's a bit of a, you know, you're not importing horses just for the sake of um, bringing in new blood? Yeah, look, I mean, we have a criteria for what we invest in, and, and um, not to say that we won't be looking again at the moment, we've got two horses which are in their twilight of their career, so yeah, we, we'll be back and... and uh, and looking for something else for sure, but at the moment um, it's not this year, maybe next year. You say about the two horses in the twilight of their career, Better's Light and um, American Ideal, just an amazing job, a pair of them are still doing. Yeah, look, uh, they've, um, yeah, they're belying the years, that's for sure. Yeah, it's been great. And um, Better's has come down um, for possibly his last season, I would say, this year. He's 25 um, chronologically, um, and so... Um, yeah, age catches up with every, everyone and, and every horse as well. <laughs> Three wise monkeys sitting here. I don't, I, I, I don't know about that. Hughesy, the other day, but as light, he belied his arm youth, though. He uh, still had a two-year-old uh, filly, I think it was, too. Smashed, uh, well, didn't smash 150. She actually paced 150, though, in, in North America. Yeah, no, look, he um, just he's, he's up to his old tricks, Paul. Um, nothing changes as time marches on, no matter. There's always... Someone niggling in the background saying he's he's done, you know, his time's come. But um, time and time again, he just uh, he just uh, you know does the job, and he uh, he he is literally he has laughed in the face um, of every other stallion along the journey. Uh, four two-year-old winners at Woodbine last Friday night, and um, fastest two-year-old in North America this year, guys, by the king. So yeah. um, quite an amazing thing for, as Andrew said, a twenty-five-year-old. Then the other bloke, American Ideal. For, for, I don't know. Why? But he just maligned as far as people wanting to speak so highly about him. He leaves all fillies, colts, two-year-olds, staying horses. Now he's leaving stallions. Like my my um, hard copy the other day again left another. I think two winners in Western Australia since Hughes and I have done one. I think he's had about six two-year-old winners over there this year. Unfortunately, ill-fated now. But yep. just an amazing job he does. And. You know, even the Kiwis, for some reason, but no one seems to really warm to him. He's a funny stallion, isn't he? Yeah, look, um, I know that um, when we sent him over to Australia, um, the phone was ringing, why? And yeah, and especially that year when he had obviously um, um, a copy of that and then Typo and, and, yeah. and other horses just came out of the woodwork and he was the leading, leading sorry, four-year-olds and all that. And, yeah, so he... He's a super, super horse, and and I think his broodmares are going to be really um, sought after long term. He'll make a big impact. 
Yeah, and he's a, he's a beautiful horse. He's, I'm looking forward to him. August 16, he arrives back at Lower Long Farms, and it's a great association you guys have had, and we'll, we'll speak on that in a sec. But um, I'm looking forward to videoing him when he arrives off the truck because he jumps off like a two-year-old, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, no, I think he's uh, really taken a shine to being there. This will be his fifth season there, um, part of the furniture, and I suppose... He's the king of the jungle there. Um, he certainly reminds all the young fellas about that when they uh, go into the shed um, um, during the season. And look, he's just he's just been a beautiful horse. And at the end of the day, another two two um, fifty thousand dollar two year old um, winners of the size stake for the fillies in um, New York on Wednesday night. So um, he just keeps on trucking. Your association, Andrew, with um, Lower Long Farms, and you're only part of Woodlands. I mean, the, the yeah. Kennys are also part of it. But this um, association in Australia. Third year, fourth year. Fourth year. He's got the yeah. five, got a, five years. Oh, there's yeah. a thumb on the other side. Yeah. He's got some very bent fingers. Just, just happy to say <laughs> that. <laughs> um, five for American Ideal, and this will be your lather ups for season. So fifth, yeah. yeah which um, I mean, it's great for Victorian harness racing, but it's also great for Woodlands um, to have a presence here in Victoria and ultimately in Australia. Yeah, look, and we made that decision um, that that we needed to be here. And, um, you know, obviously we've always seen seamen here and been involved um, in that. But, yeah, we, we see the two countries as being united as far as harness racing is concerned. Yeah. Not as far as the Blizzard Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Most of the Victorians won't, know, they won't even won't know about the Bledisloe Cup, so you won't have to no. worry about that. Um, lather up. He's a, he's a beautiful horse. I've seen more of him than probably most of the people, you know, even associated with Woodlands. I think Paul and Mary got to see him for the first time last year. He's a beautiful horse. Two-year-olds hit the ground running in North America. You must be proud of what he's doing so far and, and look forward to seeing him race um, after New Year here in Australia. Yeah, look, he's... He, I mean, you, you can't beat race results, obviously. I mean, he's a very attractive-looking horse and he's got a fantastic race record. So to actually um, have him come out like he has in North America is very positive. And I hope he can do the same thing down here, which I'm sure he will. I saw it in a Cameron Grant yesterday. I have a bad habit of saying little. Um, but he's not a little horse by any stretch. He's 16 hands, but he's just this horse you want to take home. You want him in your backyard. He's just There's something about him, something sort of a bit infectious about him. Yeah, look, he's a very nice-looking horse. Yeah, he is a very nice-looking horse. So, I mean, that's good for the breeders too because um, I think that's left in his offspring and, and uh, when you take a horse to the sale, it's... It's always nicer to sell a pretty horse than an ugly one. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, sale topper, first time. Well, we think it's one of the first times the first season size top to sale. Uh, of course, that was in um, Tasmania, and it yep. flown under the radar for for a lot of people. But he was a beautiful colt. That um, I think he was a colt. Might have been Galloway. Yeah, no, he was a colt. Yeah, he was, still, yeah. he was yeah. still a colt, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. But he was a beautiful colt. Um, closely related to Bow Tide and beautifully presented but both of us got to see him and um, you know, something that a lot of people aren't aware of that you know, first season sire and he um, sailed top, topper here in Australia which is huge Yeah it was huge, he um, averaged 47 grand at the uh, Melbourne sale for Nutrient um, he had really solid results, results and probably returned on average three and a half, four times his service fee at the yearling sales. Um, exciting for him he's a leading first season two year old sire in North America, um, some more positive results for him in um, Ohio on the size stake for Phillies today so um, um, he's up and about, he's different, um, which we, you know, which Sweet Lou was. Lou was very different again, but we've got to have that difference in our, in our stands and, and our bloodlines. Absolutely. You say they'd be about Sweet Lou. Um, we got Confederate two weeks ago, went in the Middle Lane's place. We had my show going 47 and 4, around a 5 eighths track. Uh, world record, world record for a three year old, and um, he just keeps getting the job done. Um, he does the job here in Australia. 
Uh, everyone says he doesn't leave a good horse, and his name's just left me, the horse of Luke McCarthy's. He is a champion horse. I mean, he's been chasing home Leap to Fames and them sitting Spirit on his back. Yeah. Spirit of St. Louis. He's not like we speak so highly about Leap to Fame, and rightfully so, and yet he sat on his back, didn't lose a length off, didn't lose it. Yeah. You know, he had the toe on him. Yeah, of course he couldn't come around him, because I, I think, you know, Leap to Fames is as good as we've ever seen. So, um, you know, he just does an yeah. awesome job, and, and Sweet Lou just continues to get it done. Yeah, look, and I had a good talk to Adam Bowden when I was in, in the States, and uh, about Sweet Lou, and, and he just made the comment that he's just one of those amazing sires that every year he's, his results seem to get better and better and better. And, and it's just, um, it's great. I mean, what he's done in North America at the moment in the Grand Circuit horses is, you know, he's got the two favourites for the Adios, and he won won Meadowlands pace with Confederate, and, you know, Dalai was second. It's just really great to see, you know. Yeah, no, he's doing, it, doing an awesome job. Hughes' favourite. It's funny how he put the yellow hat in front of, him, in front of himself there, but um, down by the seaside or seaside, um, he's doing a great job over here. You must be wrapped with how he is progressing so far. Yeah, I mean, we, we suffer for numbers a little bit to start with, and um, but, I mean, you know, Krims goes to the top and he's, he's going to make it without doubt down under, and he's done such a super job in America. He's just unbelievable. They just love him over there. It's one of the things, Hughes, he's now got full books, but his first season he didn't have a full book at all. No, look, those um, Seaside Lou, we sort of struggled um, when they um, commenced their um, uh, soaring careers down here. Um, but Seaside's a go-to now in uh, a lot of commercial breeders' books, and that's going to be the reality for him. Three size stake winners in Ohio today for the Phillies, leading two-year-old sire in North America again. Second or third on the three-year-old sire. I think he had his ninth two-year-old winner in Australia last night this season at uh, Redcliffe last night. Lou had his 20th individual two-year-old winner last night in Australia at, um, at uh, Bathurst. So, yeah, look, both, both boys are marching, and the reality is that both boys are the future of, um, you know, the breeding game. Yeah, absolutely, and they're, they're doing an awesome job. Unfortunately, booked out. We could touch on that, but we won't. We, 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 we can just, um, we'll just let that part go for the, for the minute. But um, books are pretty much full this year, um, purely because of the capping of the numbers, um, which does make it very tricky, and it's hard to get new investment into the industry. Do you find it frustrating? Oh, look, um, we, can, we can live with anything as long as it's fair and equal. But, um, yeah, and I think there's some tweaking to be done on, on, on the on the. Uh, uh, the limit 150 um, in, in regards to free returns, um, but but ultimately um, <clears throat> it's it's good if you can have stallions that, um, especially important stallions that that make a, a difference to the breed overall, and um, that's what we've always tried to do with our lineup in Woodlands. Um, will the 150 affect us long term? No, no, it won't. But it it gives you the situation where you, you pretty well know what the numbers are when you're buying a horse and what you can do and, and that may be limiting time will tell limiting as to purchasing a horse because if, yeah, if the asking price is too much you, you yeah. say well hang on I can't get a return off this so you walk away yeah look I mean you look at Sweet Lou as two year old of the year and older horse of the year and, and, and record holder and you look at down by the seaside three year old of the year and what the hell was three year old of the year um, to buy that that quality of genetics um, doesn't come cheaply, and and we um, we obviously always purchase a major part of every stallion that we bring down under. So it, it's not like we're leasing; we're we're actually putting money up front every time, and um, and that's been our difference over the years. And um, so that, therefore, you know, we have to do the 
the sums and numbers as to you know what we need to have a service fee for to to allow us to to actually get out of the horse and that's you know, so 150 has its challenges in that but as i said before we can live with that yeah it's um it is i think a lot of people voice the same opinion i don't think it matters what stud you know what hat you put on what jacket you put on i think they're all in a, a similar boat when they get full book stay-ins i think if you have stay-ins that don't fill the book it's not an issue, um, but that's that's a problem, and, and we try and we want to try and improve the breed and make the breed keep up with North America as it is at the minute. But we don't want to slow it down now. Yeah, look, and I, I think everyone who looks at what the breed was 20 years ago and what it is now, um, shuttle horses um, have just revolutionised the whole breed. There's no question of that, and and we've we've seen that in leaps and bounds in the harness industry, and um, may it long continue. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Trotters, um, firstly, Speeding Spur is standing at stud, um, and his service, his service is available here. In, yeah, yeah, yep. no, his, um, his boys will be on the plane. I wasn't sure on that one. <laughs> but, I mean, he's a sentimental favourite for the farm. Yeah, look, he's a lovely horse. We we um, we bred him ourselves, and we raced him in New Zealand, and then uh, we sent him over to North America, and he won a Group 1 over there, or equivalent of Grade 1, I think yep. they call it. Um, and he has a, has a very fast time. He's the most successful um, entire racehorse in the Southern Hemisphere. He won nine or ten, nine or ten Group Ones. So you can correct me on that. And um, and he won you know, 1.5 million. So he's he was just a super super horse. He's such a lovely temperamented horse. He's he's a favourite in the farm. He's he's just such a gentleman. And um, and he, in the foals and the small crops he's had, um, he really does leave a bit of quality. So we're we're hoping that he'll he'll manage to dig himself out of the hole of small numbers and, and be a commercial sire long term. And your commitment to him, because with the weanling sales, I was there recently, you committed to sending his, your mares to him um, yeah. and, and not your bottom mares, you're sending your better mares to him, um, breaking out up a little bit because we're going to talk about what the hill in a sec, but you are still committed to sending mares to him and, he's, and you're not going to drop off him anytime soon? Oh, no, we won't. We'll keep on breeding to him. We, we don't have a large number of trotting mares, to be honest with you, um, but yes, he, he will be continually supported by us and um, we're hoping that he just... Yeah, has one or two really good horses come out of the small crops that all of a sudden breeders, commercial breeders, going to say, "Hell, I never thought of him." Um, um, he won twice, didn't he? The I'm going to say the Woodlands Great Southern Star. Did he win it twice? No, no, he won the Southern once. Star once, but he won it the night where there were the heat in the final or on the same night. Same night, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure on that one, but uh, yeah, he's a superstar horse. Talk about Trotters, what the hell? I think what the hill's going to start sponsoring uh, talking trotters. You may not know that one yet, but that's one between me and Husey, but that's okay. <laughs> Paul and Mary, you I just pick. Paul and Mary yeah, can pick yeah. themselves up, and I'm, I'm actually excited about it. Yeah. What a job he's doing. Um, he pretty much can't be toppled now for the New Zealand um, sire, sire of the Year for the three-year-olds in New Zealand. Yeah. But the two-year-olds are starting to really hit the ground running. He's leaving a little bit of earth, and like, love me too. Super excited to know that he is coming here to Australia. And he's going to race here in the Victorian Derby. When the Victorians get to yeah. see him, they're going to go, wow, because not only is he a good horse, a fast horse. He's mm. an imposing horse to look at and that's super exciting for What the Hill as well. Yeah, look, What the Hill, I mean, you just have to talk to um, New Zealand Bloodstock, Cambrai and, and James Jennings. And well, Cam's got about four. Yeah, he just loves them. I mean, they're, yep. they're really good conformed, good looking horses. As a, a, From a commercial breeder's point of view, um, he's just an absolute go-to um, because he leaves a horse that you can sell at the yearling sales and his first crop that came to sale um, was re- reflective in that that he really has left um, a horse that's commercial. 
you said there before, you guys don't have a lot of um, trotters. Brecon Farm are nearly 50-50 trotters to paces and might actually even be a little bit more. And their support of what the hill's just been amazing. And, and when a farm like that um, support a stay, and it's, it's a... It's a beacon it's just sort of almost a flashing light go to this horse yeah look and uh, we were very grateful ken and karen to um actually support that horse like they did and obviously they saw the quality in him and 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 embraced it and uh, and and they did really well um in breeding the trotting derby horse out of out of that with the breeders for that so that was great as well his book's going okay here in Australia? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's steady. Um, we understand that uh, the trotting um, side of the business is a uh, patchwork quilt, I describe it as, and there's no other way to talk it. Um, you know, so many options for uh, trotting breeders. Um, but look, yeah, it, it's steady. Um, more great results today in North America. Now, he's in the top 10 size all age. Um, he's fourth on the three-year-old and fifth on the two-year-old trotting size in North America this year. Another brace today for him in Ohio as well. Uh, group one winners here, uh, leading three-year-old sorry, New Zealand. The horse is ticking a lot of boxes, seriously ticking a lot of boxes. Um, in a world where we know there is a lot of frozen semen and um, this chilled option, um, the breeders have got available to them. If they're not taking advantage of them, then, you know, um, they might need their heads red. Oh, absolutely. And I, as I said, when, when, when Love Me Too comes and, you know, like not only is he an opposing horse, but he's a lovely horse. The, I did an interview with Dylan Marshall um, at Auckland the night that he won the derby and yep. um, he, Dylan's... Dylan Ferguson, sorry, not Dylan Marshall, Dylan Ferguson, and his daughter was there, and she was patting him. I mean, he's this colt that's just won a big race, and yep. he's a big imposing colt. He's just got such a beautiful way, and if, he, if what the hell continues to throw that temperament, that's going to be another endearing yeah. part to him for a lot of people. Yeah, look, he's a, he's, a, he's an all-round horse, he's a quality horse, and uh, if you look at his, um, when he was a race horse, he, if it wasn't for a relegation of one race, he would have been the two-year-old and the three-year-old of the year in, in America, not to be, obviously uh, he got relegated, but um, and, and it's good to see. He's a, he's a really nice horse. Lovely yep. horse. I do wear a Woodlands hat, but I, I tell anyone, go and watch that race and explain to me the relegation. <laughs> and Hamiltonian that was. <laughs> it's still, still, yeah, as I said, it's a, I'm a racing person through and through, and it's still got me bamboozled, that one. Uh, that one has. And just one of the things on him as well, like, so he... The two of the most dominant strains down here in the last 20 years for trotting are Muscle Hill and Majestic Sun. They appear on his both sides of his page. It's one so, thing. One thing uh, I will say too, when you look at the catalogs, if you've got a Majestic Sun mare and you're looking to throw, to go to someone. Yeah. Line it up alongside because yep, yep. it is really cool. I've yep. actually seen there was a few in last year's sales, and the the black type meets smack in the middle, and it's very, very, very yep. good to look at. And he so, is a very yeah. look. He is in a very attractive horse as well. Yep, yeah, absolutely attractive horse. Woodland's commitment um, to Australia and to New Zealand it's continuing. There's no time. There's no no um, sunset on the horizon or anything along those lines. Look, um, as I said before, it's a we look at it as one industry, Australasian industry in the in the harness and um yeah so we're here for long haul yeah no question and the kennys i mean they you know the whole family buying into it so there's no worries there they're, <laughs> and they're buying into it in droves they're absolutely loving it it's getting bigger and bigger you're gonna have to get a bigger marquee for your yearling sales just for just to house all the kennys <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah that's great you know succession's a great thing in the industry yeah so that's yeah well in a any business so yeah that's great
No. Very good. Thank you, mate. Thanks for joining me for a quick chat. We'll get inside. It's a, it is a bit fresh out here, especially when you haven't got anything on top of the noggin, that's for sure. But um, really do appreciate, uh, one, you get behind me, but getting behind harness racing full stop. I think a lot of people aren't aware of how many races you guys are sponsoring here on you know in Australia um, and also your commitment in New Zealand. What is there, 22 mares races in New Zealand? Uh, poor World Hughes, I yeah, think I might I think, have. Um, if there's a mares series. There's a mares series, but I think we're committed to sponsoring at least 50 races in New Zealand. Yep. Um, and, and, and a vast majority of them here including and some of the main races we're up and down the eastern seaboard mate we're in wa where uh you know we're doing we're spreading the love everywhere mate as we say um we'll quickly say breed to succeed on august the 20th um there's a free service fee to be won to american ideal also uh, pastor Stephen and vincent both donated yep. by the um alabar and uh lower long farms get in the trouble if i get that one wrong but also september 10 so the week after father's day the stand parade where people can come and see american ideal and lather up um yep there as well. Paul and Mary were over last year and um, it's a great day. It's a bit of fun too, Husey. Yeah, no, it was a good day. Um, I know that had been years in the planning and, um, you know, the weather chipped in and um, Kath's staff and her went, we had, they, they had a very successful day. It was a really good day of reconnection for um, a lot of people. It's amazing the weather, considering what happened afterwards. I think the flood started a week later, didn't they? That so. is September 10. But I, I encourage people to go and um, check out, check them out, um, go and have a look at um, both American Ideal and Lather Up because um, yeah, they're here in Australia. Um, get across to New Zealand. I'm looking forward to catching up with um, Betters Light. Is there any chance he could retire um, to New Zealand or are the North Americans keen on keeping him over there? I mean, it's always hard when he's doing what he's doing in North America and leading sire overall and all that, but ultimately, um, you know, it's the most important thing with the horse is the welfare of the horse, and we've always said that in the forefront. Um, it's quite common knowledge that I've always said that when he does finish up, he's got a home to see out his time in, in New Zealand, and Auckland's probably got a better climate than than a yep. lot of places he'd end out in North America, so he could he could go into the retirement home with us, no problem at all. He's lovely, you know. He's been been so important to us, and and we love him to love him to bits. It's one of those things that doesn't get told a lot. You've actually got tombstones for two stands, I believe, there that you didn't even stand. You actually just once I were retired, you guys looked after two. Am I correct? Uh, no, we we did stand Beach Tail, um, oh, yeah. and and we did stand Beachy's Bunny. So Beachy's Bunny died on the farm when he was 19, and Beach Tail, um, we sent him to Australia to stand over in Australia, and. When he sort of finished his career over there, um, we paid for him to come back and retire and stay with us. Actually, at Tutu Island, one of the farms we had, and he stayed there and until um, he got colic and, and had to and was put down. So they're they're two um, pretty important sort of Hall of Fame horses which stand on the with a plaque on the lawn. And yeah, that's um, and we've got um, we've got Pegasus Spur at the moment who's. Um, he runs um, with our retired mob of mares. We um, we made him a couple of stone lighter just so he could run with them, and um, he's he's quite happy enjoying his twilight of his career. He's now 24 or five, I think, as well, and so yes, um, and and he'll get a plaque too, and he's finally sent his time out. Still even winners too. I uh, talking to Dylan Ferguson yesterday. The, um, she's she's Bella um, coming back over. She's a, she's a Pegasus Spur filly as well. So and a lovely filly. Although she only won two races, but she's got a lot of ability. Yeah, look, um, he's he, he's a he's a really good sire, Pegasus Spur, and and he's what we're seeing now um, because he's got such a strong dam line. Is he's actually his females yeah. in the breeding shed are, are doing a great job, doing and you'll job. see him just keep on going up the the brood list 
consistently and leaving top horses, that's what's going to happen because that, that family stacked very strongly on the female line. Stace has got a lot on her mind, but it'd be probably a good time, Stace, to release that photo too. It's still one of the best photos with Pegasus Spur and the mother of um, Speeding Spur yeah. on the island. I think it's one of those those good ones. I'll see how long Stace has watched into this interview, but I think it's a, it's a pretty good photo. I think it's a great photo, and it's a great photo about harness racing. Yeah, look, and, and that, that's... Um yeah, those things are great. Yeah, when that that comes in. Yeah, he's he's very happy about the girls he has around him. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there'd be a lot like it. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Thank you very much no. for joining me. Thanks for giving us a bit of time, and thank you very much, Andrew, and yeah. to the Kennys as well for their commitment to harness racing. Um, like it said about uh, TAB is the only way to make it to get rich, but people sponsoring and uh, getting behind a lot of people, including myself, uh, you know, it's the best way to grow the industry. So I really do appreciate what you guys do at Woodland Stud. Yeah, and thanks, Paul, for, for all you do. It's really appreciated. Thank you. Thanks, mate. Thanks, thanks Uzi. Woodland Stud takes pride in their involvement in the industry, both on and off the track, supporting harness racing through sponsorship from grassroots to feature racing giving breeders access to world-class stallions who go on to produce world-class racehorses. Selling progeny at sales from some of Australasia's strongest families. Harness racing is our passion and we will continue to strive for greatness. Your success is our success. Share the dream with Woodland Stud.